This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Hey, welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris, and I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly series called Closing Time with Chris Linsell from The Close. Now, this is a partnership between Keeping It Real and TheClose.com. Let me tell you about The Close. Now, TheClose.com is a kind of real estate website designed to give agents, teams, and brokerages actionable strategic insight from industry professionals. They cover real estate marketing, lead gen, technology, and team building strategies from the perspective of working agents and brokers who want to take their business to the next level. Please visit theclose.com. That's T-H-E-C-L-O-S-E.com and subscribe to their newsletter so you can get notified every time they publish an article. Uh, With us, as always, is Chris Linsell. He is staff writer and real estate coach for The Close. Now, Chris is The Close's resident expert on real estate topics ranging from marketing, lead generation, uh, transactional best practices, and everything in between. He's a licensed agent in the state of Michigan. Chris has been part of hundreds of transactions from modest rural, sorry, modest rural starter homes to massive waterside compounds. When he isn't writing, you'll find Chris fly fishing or on the beach, uh, as he was just telling me, uh, but he does a lot of fly fishing in the trout streams of Michigan, or also Chris performs on the stage at his local community theaters productions, although I guess probably not not very many of those recently. Um, but uh, Chris, welcome once again to Keeping It Real. We're so excited to have you. DJ, glad to be back. Happy happy August. We made, it, August. Through, made it through July. I can't believe it. <laughs> What's going on new with the clothes? So last time, about a month ago, you I more recently launched the clothes pro. And so I mm-hmm. wanted to talk, remind our, our listeners what that is, and also maybe talk about some of the more recent articles um, that you guys have put out. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot going on at the close right now. Super exciting time. Um, we have uh, a, a now a, it's not new, I would call it a fledgling uh, offer for, for close uh, readers called the Close Pro. It's a subscription premium service. You get access to um, some premium courses that we've written, uh, as well as a huge resource library that's full of templates and checklists and, and ebook downloads. Uh, and, and as well as weekly uh, small group coaching uh, that's been, been a lot of fun and, uh, and really, really valuable. So uh, Close Pro, you can come on board, um, try it out for free, uh, and then, you know, just, uh, just uh, 30 bucks a month, come on over and, uh, and, and, and be a part of, of upping your real estate business with a ton of these resources. So super excited about that. We're starting to have some really good interactions with folks and building a great base there and are excited to share it with folks. Um, as far as other stuff going on on the close, you know, 99% of what we offer at the close is totally free and uh, super excited. We just had um, an article drop today, actually, that is 
how to create your custom real estate lead generation plan top to bottom comes with a template uh and uh you know i i don't know about you dj but for me you know when i'm i'm trying to put together a large complex system of things i get a little overwhelmed by a ton of moving moving parts and so I, you know, having, having a, a template to work from to say like, how do we get all these parts to fit together? That is super valuable to me. And that's what we thought about when we were putting together this article and I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be really valuable for our readers. Yeah. I think we even published it uh, or, po- or, or, tw- or sorry, uh, uh, posted about it this morning on our Facebook page, but you're absolutely right. And I think that agents, they always say the best system is the one you use, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I, what I like about the close, first of all, it's, it's my favorite real estate website for agents to learn how to grow their business because that is literally all they focus on. Mm-hmm. And they create the content they create are not you know, it's funny, if you do a search for like real estate marketing ideas, you will come up with a tremendous number of articles that are written uh, that oftentimes tend to be not from the close, of course, but from other websites that tend to be very disappointing because they're very generic lists of contact everyone you know and, and, and really simple things that you already know about. Mm-hmm. What I like about what the close does is they take a more long form approach to their articles. They're longer in nature. Um, they're really specifically well written. They have good mm-hmm. writers good editors, and they don't overwhelm you with so much content on a regular basis that you can't really take action. They publish just a handful of articles a week. Each one is absolutely worth your time. So please go to theclose.com, check it out. And again, as Chris mentioned, uh, check out The Close Pro. It's 35 bucks a month with a free trial. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and there's other options where you can upgrade to for more coaching. Boy, um, it's a no-brainer. Uh, you, you guys are doing such great work there. And, and I don't know of any other real estate platform or website uh, or, or, you know, news network that, that really focuses specifically on marketing like this. So well, it's awesome. Well, I, you know, I tell you, you know, the New York Times recently did a piece on the national economy. And one, one of the points that they mentioned in that, in that uh, piece is that the real estate industry is pretty much one of the bright spots. Uh, one of the only bright spots in our national economic uh, picture right now. And it just goes to show you how important it is that real estate agents, if you want to be not just survive, but accelerate through uh, the rest of 2020, you've got to have a plan in place to make that happen. And, you know, I know as from my experience as a full-time agent, it gets overwhelming when you're thinking about uh, when you're thinking about FISBOs and expireds and paid lead generation, you know, going to Zillow or Bold Leads or Real Geeks or, you know, KV Core or wherever you're working with. And then you add in your own personal sphere and getting reviews. I mean, honestly, like it's, it is a little overwhelming just talking about it right now. So <laughs> you got to have a plan if you want to be successful on that. And that's what we're working to provide for you. Yeah. So everyone, please go to theclose.com. Just read any of the articles that you'll see on their homepage. They're all worth your time. And you'll pick up at least one good piece of actionable information that you can take to, you know, further your business. Um, speaking of national news, which you, you just referenced, um, we yeah. just saw a, a pretty uh, important tweet by the president that came out uh, towards the end of July. We're talking about rolling back what, what is called the AFFH, uh, otherwise known as the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing, which is quite a mouthful. Um, but it's, it was a rule in place from the 1960s uh, mm-hmm. that Lyndon Johnson had, had put in, into effect, into law, which had to do, uh, and I'm, I'm quoting from uh, an 
an article that I'm reading from Rolling Stone, but basically um, it, it was intended to dismantle racist systems that prevent people, usually poor and non-white, from living in certain neighborhoods and accessing level of public services available to their wealthier counterparts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it appears that President Trump has said that 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 is is no longer uh, in effect. Can you talk more about specifically what this is and 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 what what we, what we know about it? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I'll just kind of go on record as saying here, I'm I really try to keep my own personal politics out of the conversation around these things and let the facts speak for themselves here. But you know, I, I encourage anyone who's listening to this, it's okay to have political beliefs and, and opinions. And it's okay to let those, those passions govern your direction as long as you're being objective and thoughtful about it. So sure. here, here are the facts. The facts are that the AFFH, it, it did a lot of things. And it, first of all, it's not a new rule, uh, so to speak. It's a new emphasis uh, on, on a rule. And the, the, the nuts and bolts of what this rule actually says is if communities want money from the federal housing uh, uh, department from the department of federal housing uh, and urban development they have to study whether or not uh, discrimination uh, housing discrimination accessibility issues exist in their community and if they exist they have to put together a plan to remedy it that's it it doesn't say that you have to build housing projects uh, in bedroom communities in Westchester. It doesn't say that you that real estate agents have to take 50 hours of uh, of sensitivity training every year. It just says you got to know more. You got to study what's going on in your community if you want this money. And so, the fact that we are not valuing study and understanding our current climate is is disturbing is is alarming to me because you know i work i I work in a data-driven business honestly as a real estate professional we all do you are gonna you are you you succeed by knowing more than the next guy whether that's what works for marketing whether that's what's selling in your community that's where we gain an advantage and same goes for fair housing if we don't know what's happening how in the world can we make things better? And so the idea that we are rolling back uh, a mandate that communities must study where they're at before they can get federal funds, that's a little disturbing to me. Yeah, my understanding of the what the president tweeted was essentially trying to sell this idea by by suggesting to to his Twitter audience that you know, no longer will you be forced to have low income housing in your area, um, which is an interesting spin. Uh, and, and from a marketing perspective, makes sense why he would promote that particular idea. Uh, but it isn't the full story at all about what's happening here. It, it's, it's, a, it's seemingly, um, you know, an attempt to, to, to sell this idea to, to the public. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, I think what is most applicable to this in this conversation to real estate professionals, if you're listening right now, if you are a member of the National Association of Realtors, let's just let's just get down to the brass tacks to the to the the the, the letter of the law here. If you're a member of NAR, you signed an agreement to abide by the code of ethics and Article 10 of the code of ethics says that realtors shall not be party to any agreement to discriminate against a person or persons on the basis of all the protected classes. We can name them later if you want. Um, but 
the fact is you've made an agreement not to be a party to agree to um, transactions that discriminate against people. And if you are working in communities that actively uh, avoid investigating whether or not discrimination is taking place, you know, to me, there's a gray area here. All of a sudden, you know, the, I think the argument can be made that if you are working in a community that ignores fair housing, you know, that sort of ignorance is not uh, that is that is not a, a, a restitution against the law. That that is an active um, uh, an active decision to not engage in what you know is is happening. Uh, and you know, like I think it's important that we point out there is housing discrimination is not a this is not a story of the 1960s and 70s. I mean, right. if go, I, I don't have the link in front of me, but uh, Newsday did an extensive study on Long Island in New York, mm -hmm. and they found an incredible amount of housing discrimination happening today with banks and with real estate professionals in those communities right now. And so the fact that we are ignoring that or choosing to not study it on purpose now this is something that I think all real estate professionals need to have a voice and at least an opinion on. And this is something too that for all of our listeners who are real estate agents and are technically realtors, meaning you are paying uh, the, your dues to your, your local associations, your state, as well as the National Association of Realtors, which um, happens to be located down, downtown here in Chicago. Um, however, um, this is a place where you can make your voices heard. So reach mm -hmm. out to your local association, ask them what their, their stance is on this, ask them how you can get involved. And, and just so that you have information, be, because because at, the, at the, the very bare minimum, clients may be asking about this. Hey, what does this mean for my neighborhood? What is this? And you ought to have some sort of answer in place. So if you don't have that information, reach out to your local association or your state association or as well the national association. This is what uh, they are on top of, of this um, and are, are you know, trying to figure out a way to, to educate the other real estate professionals, which I think is there's 1.7 million realtors now yeah. in the country. Uh, this is a big, big topic. And it almost, it, it, it was a, a several days ago, and I almost feel like it, in some ways, it was a bit swept under the rug. It was certainly prominent for a few days, but I just wanted, I, I'm glad we're talking about it because it's easy to, to move right back on as real estate agents thinking, hey, I am so busy right now. I've, I've got all these buyers and sellers ready to move. Um, this is an important thing for your own business and also to be able to have those conversations with, with your clients. Absolutely. hundred percent. And you know what? There is, there are also uh, important to keep in mind, um, thanks to the wonders of uh, technology and social media, you have direct access to a lot of these people via Twitter, via LinkedIn. I mean, yeah. I know as soon as these, these stories started breaking, I was immediately um, commenting on major associate on the national association of realtors, uh, LinkedIn posts with questions about this. And I was getting answers for yeah. that day from from like national level c-suite executives were were posting responses and and um entering into conversations about this like there is the possible it is possible to move this needle with with thoughtful conversation today this is not the sort of thing that you you can just shrug your shoulders at and say well there's nothing i can do there is there is something that you can do and if enough of us do something then things start to change. So it's an important conversation topic and I'm glad that you're giving voice to it as well. Yeah, and I also just think, you know, whether or not 
our listeners take action, although I certainly hope they do get involved. Um, I also just think from a marketing perspective, you need to know about this. You need to know what's going on because you clients are going to ask. And if you're now caught in the scenario where you're like, um, I heard about that. I'm not exactly sure what that means, which uh, funny enough was, was my scenario. So Chris and I were talking prior to jumping on and I said, I know something happened, but I re now to be fair, I'm not a practicing realtor, but I should be up to date with this. So, so learn from my mistakes, everyone who's watching or listening and, and get involved. Um, read those articles that the National Association of Realtors puts on their blog. Um, mm -hmm. You know, subscribe to their Twitter feed, their LinkedIn, make sure you know what's going on because clients are going to be asking and, and please get involved and do what you can. And yeah. remember too, that, that with your local associations, there are lobbyists uh, that are likely working with your state government and talk and, and find out what their positions are. Those are some of your uh, dues are going to pay for those lobbyists and at the state level, the local level and the national level, find out what their beliefs and thoughts are. And, you know, the, the better you can help make your community, um, the, the better you're going to serve your business ultimately down the road as well. Um, because yes. I also, I want to talk about um, uh, what's going on in, in the market right now mm -hmm. outside of, of some of these uh, politicized uh, conversations, which are important. But mm -hmm. right now, agents are so busy. Um, I know that at our firm, we have, gosh, about 700 agents and we know how busy they are because they tell us. Uh, and I know that everyone I've interviewed on this show in the last few months has just barely had time to even do an interview and yourself included, you guys are, you're busy too. Um, rates right now, we have this sort of perfect storm of, as you mentioned, uh, real estate being one of the bright spots of, of, uh, of an unfortunate, horrible pandemic that, that affects the globe. Um, real estate here, at least in this country, has really skyrocketed because rates are low. Uh, people were cooped up and, and maybe thinking of making a move and, and maybe that, ex that provided an accelerant for them to make a decision. Um, so you, we have now sellers who are, if, price, if homes are priced correctly, tend to be dealing with multiple offer situations. You have buyers like myself. I just bought a, I'm in the process of buying a place and rates were so low. I wasn't going to buy a place until next June. Uh, and, and the reason why I did now was rates are so low and I found an opportunity. So I'm a, I'm a perfect example of, of somebody who had no real intention of moving, but I was sitting at home during some of the stay at home order and feeling a little claustrophobic and thinking, you know, maybe it's time. And then rates just, you know, uh, plummeted and boy, there's, there's a lot of good reason to, uh, to be talking to your sphere of influence right now about what their plans are. Yeah, totally true. I mean, right now there is, we really are in this, in this bizarre, you know, kind of nexus of activity because, um, you know, coming into the pandemic, we have, uh, we had a historic, uh, inventory shortage, and we're still dealing with a relatively historic inventory shortage. Right. You know, there is just not enough housing. So if you are a homeowner and you're considering selling, there are opportunities right now for you to get a great deal. But the, the backside of that is we have historically low mortgage rates, like you were talking about. And so buyers have more power than ever right. to engage uh, in, in a transaction. And so, I mean, this is really um, coming together uh, to produce this market where you have both sides who are equally opportune at the moment. Um, maybe not equally in every market, but both sides are, are dealing with, um, you know, their own advantages that are giving them lots of reasons to consider buying and selling. But 
Here's what I am, I'm going to suggest, uh, and I am suggesting to realtors right now. And I know this is a little, it's a little controversial here. So hear me out on this, but I think that realtors right now should stop and actually measure in their mind whether or not they should suggest to people who are talking about buying and selling whether or not now is the perfect time. And here's, here's what I mean. You want your clients to be clients for life, right? You don't, you don't want them to be, you know, six month clients. You want these people to buy or sell three houses with you instead of just one. And you are going to cement your place in their mind as their realtor for life if you give them better advice than anybody else right now. And here's an example of some of that advice. Let's say you've got a seller who's saying, or a a property owner who's saying, you know, I wasn't really thinking about selling my house. This pandemic came along. Now I'm, now I'm feeling like, Oh, I wish, you know, this this is not fantastic. My house isn't great for being cooped up inside. Maybe I should be selling my house right now. Well, as a realtor, normally I would, I would be just licking my chops at that conversation. Sure. Yeah, this is great. Let's, let's sell. I can help you. Got a a hot seller's market right now. You get a great price. Well, maybe we should stop and think about the advice to give to that person. Maybe that the advice should be, well, you know, rates are historically low interest rates. Maybe you should consider the idea of a renovation because you love your location. You just hate your living room. You love, you love your neighbors. You just have, you don't have a back deck to relax on. We've got historically low interest rates and, and presumably most people have a lot of equity in their home that they didn't have 36 months ago. I bet you could pull out some equity. You could refinance into maybe even a lower payment, even with your equity out. You could redo your kitchen. You could put on that back deck. You could make your home into what you need it to be right now. And then in two or three years, then, you know, if you're still feeling this way, we can talk about selling. Uh, But what you do by providing that long term, that long, that long vision is you cement yourself as not just somebody who can provide services, but somebody who can provide wisdom. And that is an incredibly valuable card to hold as a real estate professional. I I think that's right. And it also is the willingness to walk away from in, uh, you might even say low hanging fruit, the low hanging fruit being, Hey, Mr. Home or Mr. or Mrs. Homeowner, I can help you sell this. And as Chris was saying earlier, obviously there's, there's a, there's a momentum and a very easy pitch for why now is a good time to sell, right? There's yeah. a confluence of, of, of factors that have made this a very attractive time to sell a property. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty obvious thing that any realtor, uh, you know, would be able to take advantage of. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean they would be able to, to make that case very strongly. However, uh, the, the, the trusted real estate professional is the one that comes in and says, yes, we can absolutely do that. And here's what's going on in the market. But let's really talk about what your goals are because we can chase rates and we can chase the activity in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can try to just get the right timing down. It's, it's not all that dissimilar from, you know, buying low, selling high. There, there, there's always opportunities that are very exciting. But 
but let's really think about what's your overall life plan. Because at the end of at the end of the day, what's most important is you're going to spend majority of your life in the either this house or another house. Um, you're going to spend majority of your of your days and nights in this property. What is your feelings about this? You know, forget about rates and where we're at right now. What are your actual life goals? And yeah. and what I will tell you is, uh, and you know this as well as I do, but what I'll tell the listeners is, anyone who goes from that approach of yes, yes, we can sell it, but let's step back a moment, as Chris was saying, and let's really think about what your overall vision is for the next 10 years, 15, 20 years of, of, of your home life. Um, mm-hmm. And then let's, let's, let's chart a path forward. That's what a consultant does. A mm-hmm. consultant comes into a business uh, and, and, you know, and says, what's going on? What's going on here? What, how can I help? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the overall you know, challenges that you're facing and let's come back with a solution. That's what a consultant does. And that's ultimately what you can do. Yeah. Um, so sure, you can take advantage and call everyone and say, it's a great time to refi and it's a great time to sell. And some of, for some of your clients, that will be absolutely true. Um, but having that deeper, more intimate conversation about their overall strategy, as Chris is mentioning, is what will cement you as, wow, my realtor gets me. They yeah. understand and they come. For example, I can call up any, well, they don't, stockbrokers don't really exist much anymore, but used <laughs> to be able to call a stockbroker and say, give me a hot tip of the day. And, and you know, 20, 30 years ago, they would have a certain stock that they felt was going to rise. Uh, but then that shifted and now we all go to financial advisors who mm-hmm. come to us and say, when would you like to retire? What assets do you have? And after all of that is said and done, then they finally say, okay, here's the asset allocation you need today. Here's how much money you need to start putting in and here are all your goals and we're, here's how we're going to achieve them. So I, I think that's such an important point, Chris, is to treat this a, as a consultancy. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you know, you you brought up a uh, an analogy that I love to use in a situation like this, and it's about low hanging fruit. And we always talk about low hanging fruit as being the fruit you want to grab right away. Sure. And you know, when you're hungry, when you need food in your belly, that makes sense. That strategy makes sense to me. If you are a new agent and you need to pay the rent this month, right. I understand that impetus here. But let's just take that analogy out for a second and and think about if you don't just grab that low-hanging fruit, you know what it does? It goes to seed. And if you allow those seeds to be planted rather than eat that fruit right away, next season, you're going to have four trees that you can pick fruit from, not just one. And all of a sudden, your opportunities in the long run become incredibly versatile and rich because you didn't just grab for the short run right? You know, we have, think about all the professionals in your life. You have a lawyer, you have a financial advisor, you have a doctor, you have an accountant. These are the people that you think of as these are my people because they keep your long-term, um, uh, your long-term goals in mind when they're working through your, uh, your, your, your conversations with them. You should be in that category as a real estate agent. You should be in the same category as an accountant, as a lawyer, as a doctor. You are that level of professional. You should be, we have a doctor for 25, 30 years. We have a lawyer for our entire adult life. If you are not making your target as a real estate agent to be that level of professional, to be that person's agent for their entire adult life, you're missing out. 
Yeah, and I think this also folds into into some general marketing uh, tips as well for, and I don't mean to take us off target, but this mm-hmm. idea that, you know, if you are thinking about developing long-term relationships with your clients, and I can't see any good reason why you wouldn't want that, um, unless you certainly, maybe if you don't like that client, then maybe you wouldn't want a long-term relationship. But assuming that you're choosing to work with people that you like, uh, you are going to want to develop an intimate relationship with those uh, those individuals, which means you need to know not only things like their birthdays and anniversaries and their home anniversaries and their work anniversaries and what ages their kids are and where they go to school and, and all of the, the, the data that we want to collect, but you also need to know what their vision and plans are for the future so that you can be there to assist them. There's nothing more frustrating than having to choose a new professional in any area, Chris, as you mentioned, all those different professions that we have mm-hmm. uh, consultants for, or you know, people that stick with us, like my accountant I've been with for 15 years. Mm-hmm. She has a general idea of what I'm looking to do with my business and is able to um, you know, uh, instruct me accordingly. If I had to then switch to another accountant, which I could certainly do, I'd have mm-hmm. to re-explain all of that. And well, totally. thankfully, my accountant has done a pretty good job over the years of checking in with me, finding out what my plans are. She even reminds me, hey, you didn't contribute enough to your 401k or, or you know, various ideas that I might not remember because mm-hmm. she'll say, oh, you're off track. And I really appreciate that. And as a result, I'm not going to choose it. I mean, unless I get audited, then maybe I'll choose another accountant if that was her fault. But, but the idea is that, that you want these professionals for, you know, and you want people to think about you as a professional for the rest of, of, of your life or Absolutely. for their lives. But you need to earn it. It all has to be earned. And that means you have to care enough to actually sit down and have those conversations instead of just grabbing the low-hanging fruit, which you can still grab Mm -hmm. after those conversations um, if that's the best course of action. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Balance, balance the, 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 the cost benefit between grabbing that fruit and eating it right now and letting those seeds mature because ultimately, you know, you got to eat, you got to eat now. You, you can't go hungry uh, and you can't, you can't stop paying the mortgage. You can't stop, uh, you know, uh, taking care of your current obligations. But, you know, if real estate is a career for you, if you want to be in this in the long run and you want to build a successful long-term business, you have to think beyond, you know, three feet in front of your face. And I also think too, you know, this comes up a lot with renting versus buying. Mm -hmm. And there are realtors that uh, feel very, some realtors feel very strongly that renting is, is not a good, a good plan. Um, And they will argue against, I've met realtors who feel that way. I've met realtors who think, no, renting does make sense in, 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 for certain people. And when you're having these, so the, so the reason I'm bringing this up is right now with rates being so low, it is a very easy thing to do to think, well, I'll call everybody I know who's renting and mm-hmm. say, hey, let's run some numbers and let's see if it actually makes sense financially to be able to, you could maybe afford a place. And yeah. yes, you probably should have that conversation. But the bigger question, you really should know both sides of that argument because this idea that renting is just throwing money away is not how a lot of people feel. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that it's all always all that rooted in fact as well. Um, there are real true benefits to renting. And remember, as real estate professionals, you are oftentimes still compensated to help somebody find an apartment or a place to rent. But you should know both sides of that argument and you should be able to articulate 
both sides of that argument so that you're not just going, hey, you're renting, that's stupid, you should buy. You should say, here's why people rent. Here's yeah. why smart people rent and here's why smart people buy. And you should be able to go through both sides because it's, res- number one, it's respectful. And number two, it's just true. There isn't one you know, uh, right and wrong path, but you need to be educated to be able to speak about, uh, in fact, this is funny. So I, I've owned before and I've rented. I'm currently renting, although I'm in the process of buying. I asked my boss, who is one of the smartest real estate minds I know, a couple of years ago, I said, I'm renting, but I don't feel good about it. He goes, you should feel good about it. It's the smartest thing you should be doing right now. And I went, okay. Uh, and then now, now I, I've transitioned to buying. But but it's funny, we need to be able to have those conversations so that, you know, you can better direct your clients. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I feel the, the exact same way and um, am thrilled when I get a chance as a real estate professional to be a part of setting somebody up for long-term success and not just, um, you know, instant gratification on the sorts of, you know, opportunities that feel like they're a good idea, but, you know, when you take into account the whole picture uh, that there are other options. That's one of my favorite moments as a real estate professional. I think just about anyone can agree, you know, when you, when you hit that sweet spot of being not just um, not just an agent, but an advisor, then, you know, your career really takes a positive change. Well, I think that's a perfect place for us to wrap up. Um, you know, treat your career as if you are a consultant or an advisor and think about how you can provide the best possible advice to your clients. Mm-hmm. And over time, and yes, we understand everyone has to pay, pay bills and we get paid when transactions close. And sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world is to tell somebody, stay put, don't, don't move. This is the right decision. And, but you know, that person is going to go, wow, my, my agent really cares about me. And likely they're, they're going to hopefully tell other people about you. So you, uh, you'll have a lot of business um, as a result of being that thorough and, and considerate. Um, so Chris, um, I want to remind everyone who's listening to please, 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 please go to theclose.com. That's theclose.com. It's our favorite website uh, for real estate marketing tips, tricks, strategies. It's not just real estate marketing, but that's their focus. All of their articles are specifically designed to help you grow your business. And their articles are awesome. And there's so much low quality content outside of the close everywhere else that this is the one trusted source that we exclusively promote um, because we know every single article is great. So go to theclose.com. Uh, also try the Close Pro. See if you like it. It's a, it's a free trial. And if you end up liking it, it's really, really affordable. Um, and they have all sorts of mentorship opportunities and coaching and it's a great organization. We're super, super proud to be uh, associated with them as well. Um, But Chris, on behalf of our listeners, I want to thank you once again for coming on our show. If everyone's watching, Chris has, uh, or for those who are watching, Chris has an amazing purple background in his uh, his bedroom, I'm guessing, uh, which is, uh, Chris calls it his Studio 54 bedroom. Uh, For those of you listening, um, you'll you'll have to watch the video to to get to appreciate this, but I love it because I'm in a boring office with no color. Uh, So Chris, thanks for for bringing some color onto the show uh, in both figuratively and literally. And um, we're super excited 
excited to continue having these episodes with you. For On behalf of Chris and myself, we want to thank our listeners too. Please tell a friend about the podcast. Think of another agent that could benefit from hearing this uh, this interview we just did with Chris. Um, and then also, please send us your comments. Tell us what you want us to discuss on the show. Uh, Chris, we are very lucky to have access to Chris. Um, so please let us know what, what ideas you want us to cover in future episodes. Uh, Chris, thanks again. Great, great job today. Hey, DJ, great to, great to be on here. And just uh, one final thing I'll tell people. I love talking to DJ here on Keeping It Real. I want to do this. I, I do this every day if you let me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if, you, if you're curious about real estate, again, please hop on the close. And you know, if you've got comments, questions about things, res- write them, write, comment on things. I respond personally to uh, comments on the website, to comments on my LinkedIn or my Twitter feed. If you want to interact about real estate stuff, if you want to tell me I'm, I'm just full of it and don't know what I'm talking about, come start that conversation with me. Uh, I, uh, this is, to me, conversation is where movement and, and change starts. So if you are ready for some conversation, I'm ready to have it with you. Awesome. Well, reach out to Chris. You can find him at theclose.com and also all of his social media profiles are there as well. Um, Chris, thank you once again. We will see you uh, next month. Have uh, have a great time. And um, if you catch any fish between now and uh, next month, uh, maybe we'll put some put some uh, uh, snapshots of what whatever you're catching on our, uh, our Facebook page. That sounds good. That sounds good. I'll start including uh, fish in my <laughs> real estate market. All right. Have, Talk have to a good you one, soon. DJ. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Bye-bye. Now.